Hi, welcome to Life at Your Own World podcast. I'm your host, Bo Venus, and today we are joined by a very special guest in the form of my husband, Jay. Jay, introduce yourself. Hello, how are you all doing today? Um, I'm too busy for a surname just because I like the name Jay. Okay, like Cheryl and Cher, Cher. or who else is it? Madonna. Adele. Adele, yeah. Although you're slightly more... Madonna. Okay, so what have we got coming up for you today? We want to talk about a thing called theatre etiquette because it's come to light that people don't know how to behave in the theatre and travel in 2023 and probably some other things. So if that's the kind of podcast that you'd like to listen to, keep listening. Yeah, so what have people been doing in the theatre and what theatre was it, Jay? Well, it was the bodyguard in Manchester at the Palace Theatre people are told not to sing, well, not to sing loudly, not to dance in the seats, not to cause a fuss, but they did. Even in cases of apparently of people peeing in their seats. People peeing in their seats? Yeah, people don't... I know people haven't been... Were they drunk? I don't know. I know people haven't been to the theatre and seen shows in a while because of obviously what happened the last few years. Yeah. But there's still respect for the staff. Even here in our Edinburgh Playhouse, people, the staff were getting abused assaulted, punched, cement, I know they're getting like, um, sworn at, you know, people just don't care. And the, and the customers are making out, the people seeing the shows, they're, they're getting vindicated, single that they're not. They're just doing the bad things and they need to get told that they can't do it. Because even, because like, I've been to shows last year and they had to stop the shows for five minutes telling them, really? please, because they were scared. The artists are only doing, and the people in the show are only doing their not their job, they're doing what they love to do to entertain people. People who work in theatre don't do it for the money so much. Unless they're Although it does help. It does help, they're starting out, but they do it because they love to help entertain people. Yeah, they are of it. You know, and I think you need to respect that. Art, the arts, like the theatre arts, musicals, all that sort of stuff is, is specialised. People do it with a passion to, to, hmm. to come across what their emotions and what they're, they're doing. You can't just try and think you're above everyone else. Try no. and think at the top of your lungs. Well, I mean, in my opinion, everyone has to say that, don't they? In my opinion, they, they kind of are above everyone else whilst they're in the theatre. I mean, in the ordinary world, everyone's just the same as everyone else. But the way I see it is you pay for a ticket, you go, you sit, you watch, you listen, you applaud, you leave, and that's it. Yeah, I understand that people have been locked up in their houses, uh, not through choice anyway, and uh, perhaps they're co- just completely letting their hair down. But there's, a, there, there's, there's certain places and environments that you do that, and it's not in the theatre, is it? No, and I think the fact is, like... I mean, w- I mean theatres are meant to be places of fun, entertainment, yeah. and not, <laughs> not no, to watch people cockfighting. No, it's not Lark Hall on a Saturday night. But yeah, Lark Hall is a fictional prison. Yeah, but... Bad girls. But, Anyone remember that? But the fact that she was singing, the, like, I Always Love You, and people were trying to sing on top of their lungs in front of the performance, that when they had to stop because... They who, was, who was play, who was the, who was singing that? I can't remember who it was. It was on the article, but they had to stop. They realised that people weren't letting them perform. And it's like So they had to, sh- to stop the show completely? Yeah, because they were singing wow. on top of it, doing all that stuff and singing on top of their lungs. Like, fair enough, you sing quietly to yourself. 
unless you get told come and sing, have a fun. Yeah, or you but, know, wave your arms about. But yeah, but they were doing it to the point where they were drowning out the actual you know person singing the song, and it's like you know. What if, say, it's your favourite song and you want to hear the person say you might like doing it? Or even playing instruments as well. You can't hear that because of people being so loud and disrespectful. Mm. And it ruins your night because you may have... Cause you and could was, be, this, was this happening mainly in the stalls? Yeah, because yeah. could, it, could, it could be the only show you're able to afford to see for a while. Because, yeah. You know, or it could be it, maybe the only show that you want to see because not many come to your area. And it happens to you. Is, you know, it's not... They've got to make sure, like, fair enough, like, I've seen a disco show and a Motown show last year. Like, you know, you go and dance and you sing along. That's, but, but they were, even, even then people were getting, going up to the stage and they were doing stuff when they shouldn't be going and never take it too far. Because that kind of show you do sing and dance, because that's what kind of show it's a kind of, that's the kind of show, it's a live thing. Mm. Vibrant show, but they were taking it too far. And then what about the people, right, that, that actually have the audacity to bring hot water bottles, to, you know, to have yeah. chicken dinners, pot noodles. Was this in Manchester Theatre or was this one somewhere else? Somewhere else, like random places, but you don't like. Yeah, where is it? We heard this one again. It was on a special. Po- it was on a special live show with a certain two people in Scarborough. That we watched on Wednesday. Oh yeah, was it Alan and Jamie that said that? It was shout Alan out, Jamie. shout out to Alan and Jamie from yes. the Isolation Creations. And they weren't making any shortening bread that time, but anyway, they said any that. what shortening bread. Shortening bread. Yes, shortbread. And then, <laughs> you know, and, um, but they were saying that, it's like, fair enough, bring a bottle of water. Even I even had a bottle of milk once, because, you know. I, I didn't know you could take your own things to the theatre. You can, but they like you buying their stuff. Cause or am I thinking of the cinema? Cinema. Cinema, you can, but you're not supposed to, because they like, you can't say they make their money. It's on the streets. Uh, yeah, day. like but, a fiver for a wee box yeah. of popcorn. Yeah, but they are like, fair enough, you buy a chocolate bar. Or you have like a wee, or a pack of nuts or something, you know. Yeah, but who, who takes a roast dinner to the theatre? And pot noodle. And the thing is, right. And what was it? What? Sorry. Hot water and a water, hot water bottle for a pot, pot noodle. noodle. Yeah, they used to. And it's like, you know. How did, I mean. Encourage. The audacity, like yeah. you said. But how disrespectful. And. Yeah. I mean. I can't stand the smell of pot noodles. No, and the fact is, right. Again, wrong environment. No, the fact is, you, you buy your chocolate or your whatever you want but you don't buy anything that's going to be smelly no or anything like that or hot because people around you could it's like when you go on the bus and someone's eating like really strong cheese and onion crisps you don't oh, do that because no. that's disrespectful and they're not going to have a good time if you're especially if you're eating it during the performance because if you crunch a crisp or pringle and especially for people like us that have got sensory issues we're both autistic yeah uh, yeah there must be other people that can't stand smells yeah and it's like you can't eat something loud like that or something like that when Tommy's eating because then they, they'll, the promise will have to get stopped because there's, there's a lot of you eating your roast chicken dinner on your veg and all your croquettes and Yorkies and it's like oh do you want some gravy with that you can't but that, that that must be an extreme example yeah of course but it, it doesn't make sense that you would be disrespectful because surely if you're a, a fan of the arts then you should know that you know, certain ways you have to act because like most yeah. situations like you don't go like say to a job interview and you start eating a whole vindaloo or a or a or a lasagna in front of the interviewer, do you? Oh, yeah. I sorry. don't think they'd be getting that job. Oh, sorry, I don't mind. And I don't think people to go into the the job the next day because can you imagine the after effects of a vindaloo? Oh, God. yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry to interview. Oh, sorry, I'm just gonna finish my lasagna for you. I said, what was that question again? You can't do that. People need to have boundaries. Need to have common sense. 
and realise that they need to be respectful for the for the audience members, the staff, and the cast and crew. I remember, I can't remember if it was with you I went with, Jay, or if it was, it must have been with you because I've never been to the theatre with anyone else. What was the, the show that we went to see and people were coming along the aisles and almost getting onto the stage with people? What was that? can't remember. It might have been Benidorm. Was it Benidorm? Possibly. Benidorm. Yeah, uh, it's a play based on a television show by Darren Litton. Uh, yeah, they were all getting out of their seats. Like, stay in your seat, come on. And you could see that the cast member was like, oh, okay, are they going to get on stage? You could see the panic yeah. in their eye. And I'm all, f- Eyes. They and had I'm to. all for go out your seat in the aisles and dance but as long as you don't go too far and try and antagonise them the people making the show and entertain you because that's just not they won't come back otherwise no because you're basically ruining the experience for everyone because a lot of this is mental health people people yeah. go to the theatre for, for two escapism yeah. escapism for two and a half hours to get away from stuff because then we don't know what their lives are back home no and you're ruining it for them and it could have been like their like their annual thing yeah. that you've ruined exactly and it's like just no don't I mean, even not even just like if it's an annual thing, it's ruining people's enjoyment, enjoyment and autonomy. And we're very big on autonomy here exactly, at this yeah. podcast. Because you're saying to them that, oh, I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about the feelings about the this, this, this staff, the cast and the crew. I don't care about this place. I'm here. I'm mind me. I do whatever hell I want. That's no, you don't. Because if that's the case, then the whole country would be in disarray. Would be. Well, it already is, but <laughs> even more, even more of a disarray. Yeah, true. Uh, is there any? I mean, what's the wackiest thing that you've seen any audience member do? I'd probably say that when I was seeing the Motown show, that was it. Yeah, the when was this? What year? This was last year with twenty twenty two with Zanona and um, and our friend. We were going, and they were trying to get on the stage. This they said the 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 cast were saying, please don't. Because we're scared, you know, you need to enjoy ourselves, but please don't, because they're... And it's like, you're not part of the cast. No, <laughs> and they're drunk. <laughs> John, you're And I do feel that they need to not, maybe not ban it, but limit how much alcohol is served at a show. Yeah. Because a lot of that is to do with alcohol. If any. And even stop people who maybe are a little bit intoxicated before they come in. To say that, yeah. have coffee available or tea so they can have it before they go in. But then again, isn't that taken away their autonomy? No, because it's all—it's basically saying that you are might be a risk to the show and the enjoyment of other people. But we need to, but we want you to enjoy it as much as well. So we want you to sober up and so you can enjoy it. So you don't cause. Well, that's how I feel. Because I was meant to be in college, like now doing. Well, unfortunately, it was cancelled, but it was theatre production, mm-hmm. and I felt that I feel strongly about this because it's not fair. Oh, I feel strongly about it. This is the juicy stuff you hear for people. What do you feel strongly about? Just about, it's not fair. I mean, I thought theatre was never going to come back or shows because of what happened. I felt that that was it over. Because they weren't viable, according to the government. Yeah, and in fact, there were no support, and still no support going to, you know. We see that Coliseum is now closed. It's like, you need to be the person, like, we are the people, ultimately, that can save a theatre and the shows. Yeah. There are so many shows getting cancelled. Like Mary Poppins in London's maybe. Oh, cancelled. that's my... F- oh, I love and Mary fa- Poppins. And the fact is, because they can't afford the, the bill, the heating bill in the theatre, like, because the production's too big. And it's like... Yeah, but the you know, energy... Cr- oh. And that show is probably a life... Every night they, when they were probably gone, they probably felt like, 
I can't believe I'm flying in the air, I'm Mary Poppins, we're doing t- all these favourite songs. <coughs> you know, and it's like, that's been taken away because there's no support and money to help them. And, and you know, we need shows like Mary Poppins and the new Winnie Pooh musical and all that. We need all that. We just don't... Yeah. We need that to, to live and be jolly and merry. Yeah, human beings, we need entertainment. And yeah. going off topic, well, just slightly, remember when we first went into, like, the the lockdowns and things and then people were, like, artists, this really pisses me off, when artists, you know, whatever artist you are, you know, like a, an actor, singer, musician, wig maker, lighting director, uh makeup artist, all told that we're not viable. I cannot. So you're trying to tell me that people in lockdown, they don't use some form of entertainment? Yep. How do they think that's put together? You've got, because podcasts, TV shows. Yeah, audio, they, they all take artists. Yep, audio dramas, like Doctor Who ones I listen to, they're all actors. Everyone, someone has to write it. Yep. So someone has to record it. Direct it, produce it. Yep. Someone has to make the cover art. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and someone has to put trailers together. That that's all things, you know. It just doesn't make sense when people say it's not viable. It's like saying, Oh, like a doctor and say, I don't know, dermatology or I don't know And it also doesn't make sense when people say human beings don't need social contact. Exactly. Absolute rubbish. No, and like it's paramount to your to your health. Yeah, and it's like it's like saying like doctors maybe do like, I don't know, minor injuries, they're not viable because they don't save people's lives like operating tables so doctors not... do save people's lives i mean some of them don't some of them shouldn't be doctors but some of them are really yeah, good and it's like saying like people do my injuries are not viable they are because they do a vital service to stop hospitals and and like medical centers get overrun so you can't say that i oh always always getting scottish can he say that no i mean you can't because <laughs> you cannot stop people because the people who do these jobs do them because they're not job because it's their life it's their passion as well yeah yeah. What they, what they're, what they love doing, it's not like it's not like me working in a shop. And oh, it's my dream to work in discount retail. I love selling, per- you know, other things like that. You know, washing detergent. That's not, you know, people them. They love doing what they do because it's their passion. They think, you know, so please treat them with respect. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else you would like to add about theatre et- etiquette? Etiquette. I think that's it, because, you know, I'll be a hero day otherwise. Yeah, so our message to people going to the theatre, don't get pissed, don't get loud, stay in your seat, respect the cast, respect the ushers. Ushers, yeah, ushers. And other people watching, and just, yeah, yeah. respect. Oh, and one thing before, my great-gran, actually, if you know the King's Theatre, if you're... Edinburgh King's Theatre, yeah. In the 50s, 60s, she was actually an usherette. Yeah, we've got we've seen the photos. Well, yeah, and she's we, in books. In books and photos, <laughs> yeah. And she used to dress up in all the old costumes and stuff, and like you know, sell the ice cream and things. Ice cream, yeah. And our friend oh, used to love that. Our friends Dolly and Jean, I think it was it. Yeah, Dot and Jean. Sorry, used to. You're thinking of dinner ladies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dot and Jean used to, you know, sell the chocolates and stuff. They, she, seeing her smile and the book photo and the photo we've got makes me feel that it's a worthwhile job, and yeah. she loved it. And it, she it, met all the stars, didn't she? Yeah, she had the book, all the like stuff people write. If she was live today. She'd be crying her eyes out. Yeah, she'd yeah. be mortified. Like people are crying on. She would probably never go back to the theater because of it all. And I feel, what kind of legacy are we leaving her and her friends? That's why you you yeah. need things like these podcasts because exactly. we 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 keep the sanity, and we keep the exactly, <laughs> we keep the respect. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to go on now, obviously, holiday and traveling in twenty. So yeah, so uh, 
Are we finished on that topic? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to be completely transparent with you here, listeners. I'm uh, reading from a list because I need structure. So, next on the list is travel in 2023. And I will let Jay take the lead with this. Well, basically, we're um, going off somewhere. London. After he finishes sipping his tea. Yeah, London. The minute of life, people. The minute of life. Yeah, we're going to London in next month. And, you know, all the joys of planning how we're going to get there, you know, and that sort of stuff. I feel that now it's a great time to go away because just don't do stay vacations. Go places around the world. It doesn't have to be your like the Asia or ever far fetched. We can't go on a long plane journey like us. But travel is not just about going to a place and soaking the sun. It's about getting experiences. It's going to places you've never been before and getting the culture. Yeah. The history, you know. Like I don't need any other culture other than the Italian one. I don't need it. It's my favourite place. I don't course, need yeah. it. Of course, because like, we... We, we, w- we want to live there one day if we can afford we it. Well, because we were in, like, you know... So get <laughs> get following the podcast. Let, make us rich so we can live in Italy. Exactly. And bring you the podcast from Italy. Exactly. You know, because we went to this place in the Nor- in Lombardia. This is the region Lombardy. It was called Limoni Garda, which basically is... It's, li- so it's not lemons, like, lemons of Garda, but it's, like, it means, like... What does it translate to? The forts. It's like kind of like the, the kind of like the protection sort of thing, like right. you would say. And we loved it. Like it was Will's. It was my. It was my favorite. Favorite. My first ever time abroad yeah, and first plane. ever time on a plane. Yeah. Uh, because I was so ignorant of what the world looks like in my mind, all I could think about was what I learned in history, and so I thought, right, okay, we're going to get off the plane and it's going to be completely desolate. It's going to be no built up yeah. buildings, nothing. And of course, I was completely yeah, wrong. Apart from like the hole in the ground from the services toilet. Yeah. That was awful. And you thought when we went to the services, you thought that's what Italy was. Yeah, that's and I thought that's all that would consist and of. You yeah. Didn't have the heart to tell me. Oh, I'm not going to hide. I tell him I'm not going to like this. Yeah, but once we eventually, after five and a half hours of yeah. being in this rickety old van, and yeah. we could be well. And <coughs> excuse me, we could um, scarcely walk afterwards. But once we got there. Oh my goodness, it was heaven, yeah, utopia. Yeah, the view, like the hotel room we got was on the third floor. and the view, Was it the third or was it, I thought it was second. Third room or second, whatever it was. But it was, the view was lovely. Like you saw a great view. And I video timed my grandparents, my nonny. And I was like, Brew, look at their view. Yeah. And she was so jealous. The so jealous. The middle of the lake. And we were like, you know, all the boats going past, you know. It was great. And you actually felt at ease. Yeah. Time since obviously, you know. Yeah, because I mean, the I mean the impression that I got from the place is it was quiet. No one was shouting and hollering. No one was swearing. It was clean. People didn't flick their their cigarette ends everywhere. They put things like dog poo and rubbish in bins. It was warm. It was breezy. There was sunshine. There was nice food. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and, I, and it was like, just it was just heaven. Yeah, absolute heaven. I know when I was booking it, I didn't do it in a bad way, but I had to like keep saying, well, book it now, book it now, because I knew you would not do it otherwise. I knew I wasn't doing it in a way to force you to go. I'm doing it for your own good, just so you can get an experience you'd enjoy, because I know you'd like it. Because I don't do things for them just to say that you're doing this because you have to. You're doing it because you have to, because I know you'll like it, and then because you're something stubborn with that sort of thing. I know you haven't done it. I wanted to push you out of your comfort zone, because 
you need to do that in life because obviously if you don't, if you're stuck in your wee bubble... Then I'm very comfortable go. there, so I don't need to go anywhere else. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thank you very much. But, yeah, so... <laughs> but, we, but we are going to London next month. What are we going to do? Why are we going? We're going to see me, dear. You have a Janiya Doubtfire. We're going to the Shaftesbury Theatre to see... Um, I can't believe we're going there. Yeah, Mrs Doubtfire, the musical. Um, and also the other stuff as well, like, well, because we're in London, you can't disclose... Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, when it happens, but yeah. the main reason is to go and see Mrs Doubtfire because that's where my love of wigs started. And if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, hi, I'm Elise Wigmaker and designer. And it was after seeing that, I thought, I wonder how they're made. I thought, that as a child. And fast forward 20 odd years later, that's what I do for a living. Yeah. So and I thought, yeah, that's a really nice gift that you gave me. Thank you. And, you know, and also we are doing another trip. We're going on on a train. We haven't booked yet, but it's Queen Victoria's Golden Jubilee Carriage for afternoon tea down in England. So I think you like The that. actual carriage from the actual monarch yeah, back then. Yeah, like your favourite. Yeah, she's my favourite monarch. Yeah. Well, apart from the one that's just passed away, but yeah, Queen Victoria, she changed a lot, she and her husband Albert. Yeah. And I love histories, and I love tea, so yeah, that'll be very interesting. That's what we're doing. At some point. The rest of this year, at some point. Yeah, and what I'm saying is, like, now is a great time to travel and go because you don't have to worry about you no know, restrictions and yeah. tests and other sort of stuff because you can. I'm to worry about masks and yeah. you know, like back in the day, because we couldn't wear them because we're autistic yeah. and we have we extreme sensory issues, and it can you know, put us into meltdown mode and things. Yeah. And then when you went out, people would scowl at you for not wearing one. We don't have to worry about that yeah, now. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about, you know... Not that we're saying that... Sorry to keep interrupting. Not that we're saying that this thing never existed. Of course not. It, it did exist and it affected people really badly. But for the rest of us who had to put our lives on hold, we understand it. But yeah, it's just... This is the moment that we're living for, getting back to normal now. Yeah, because for me, not being abroad for so many years... It has affected me mentally because I yeah, love Yeah, because you always travel, didn't you? Yeah, nearly every year I would go, even if it was somewhere up in Scotland or... It must have been nice England. for you. We never had any holidays as a, me and my siblings as children. But I w- there's a lot more sort of people who may have never even left their house or their city. But I'm glad I could show you that experience to know that there are things better out there. Yeah. And to know that it's not your fault that you didn't go because there's a lot of people that are still the same situation I think that it does broaden the mind I think you need to push yourself to do stuff so even like well what I'd love to do in Spain and Portugal border there's like a flying fox or or a zip line oh I'd love to do a zip line yeah the zip line you have your passport and you can zip line to Portugal through Spain really yeah I don't know where it is but you can go from that way and I'd love to do that because I've done it before and it's it's a nice wee thing. So you have, so d- let me let me just get this straight. If I've got this right, you have to go on a zip wire, clutching your passport when you get to the other end. Yeah, because obviously you're switching borders. All oh, right. Yeah, you can do that. It's not the one. It's all not not, <gasps> not the only way to get to Portugal from Spain. Might I add, because obviously that's it. I don't think Nona or Mum could do that. Going no, I don't think an eighty-three-year-old would be doing a zip wire. Well, maybe, well, you know what she's like. Maybe she would. Oh well, nah, I can't do it. I kind of get my legs on it now. Just for some context, uh, Jay's grandmother, she's not your typical grandmother. She does not sit in an armchair knitting sweaters or booties or whatever you call them. She, She's always out buying her clothes. She's always going on holiday. She's always on her iPad, always out shopping. She's on Instagram. Yep. 
Yeah, she spies on us on Instagram. Uh, what else does she do? Goes swimming. She and drives, dancing. swims, dances. Yeah, she goes to her dancing club. Yeah, she's know. got a boyfriend. Yeah, you know, it's like you know she's she's living it. You know. Yeah, she's just living her life, and I love that. Yeah, and she loves traveling as well. She's actually going. My mum's um, it's her it's her diamond birthday this year. And diamond. Yeah, sixty. And yes, so right. She's um, they're going. To Isn't that for anniversaries? Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, she's they're going to the Black Forest. Oh, I love that ghetto. Yeah, <laughs> and mum's looking. I scrape the berries off and then eat it. Yeah, yeah. Mum's anyway. looking forward to that, like going to Baden Baden and lots of different places, you know. And it's nice for them doing that. And also, my gran and our and our toy boy are going to um, they're a few years younger are going to a cruise, and they're going to like. Yeah, she almost cruise. forgot that, didn't she? Yeah, she almost. Just, as as you do. Yeah, she forgot she was actually going to going to Greece, and it's like, and mum says to mum, "I'm not going to Greece. I are here." That's part of the cruise, and she completely forgot that she was a two-week holiday. And like, I think maybe she's forgot because she's recently moved house after living in that yeah. house. Well, how long did she live there? About, About 40, 40 something years. 45 years? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it is a lot. And I think, you know, and yeah. it's nice that she's doing stuff. I mean, moving house, there. it's like, along with divorce and death, it's like one of the most stressful stressful yeah. times ever. And I think the holidays will help her. I should know. Will help her, you know. Yeah. And I think it's true. Yeah, she deserves a big... Yeah, and it's nice. And I want to say as well, like, going off to another topic, but if you are struggling to come to terms with, like, you know, death or someone being ill, mm-hmm. just know that there is people out there that can help. Mm. There may be people who don't want to know you anymore because they don't, they don't want know to deal I, with it. Yeah. yeah. But there's other people that can help. And I mean, we've been through a lot over us the last few years, you know, Obviously, my nono, our granddad passed away. Our cat passed away. My uncle passed away. Obviously, my grand's back. And my mum got cancer, you know, on top of lockdown and other stuff, you know. It was a lot. Yeah, I mean, we've all been through so much. And it's like, just know that as long as you you can reach out to people and there will be people will help you, you don't have to do so alone. It may seem like you're alone sometimes because people don't get how you're feeling. And they'll not get exactly how you're feeling because yeah. everyone's different. But you can reach out to people, organisations like, you know... Cruise. Cruise. They really helped us. Yeah. And there's, yeah, Cruise and other people, you know, mental health, like, social medias can help. You've just got to... Yeah, reaching out is very important. Yeah, because that's the hardest step. Yeah. Like, once you've reached out and admitted you need help, and that that's you, that's the hardest part done. And this is not easy, but it's easier. So, But please, don't suffer in silence if you're going through all this. You know, and if and if you are struggling, just you know, get yourself the help. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're talking lots of topics today, aren't we? Uh, I mean, what I mean, what when you when you were were experiencing like that initial grief, what did you want people to do for you or say to you, or what did what did you need? You know what I needed when Tanya went. I just, okay. w- I, I just wanted to hear her, her funny mouth when he clapped her, like, like yeah. You know, and I want, when my granddad went, I just wanted his sauce. And I wanted to. Oh, you know, that's, that sounds a bit odd. You wanted his sauce. I wanted his pasta sauce, sorry. <laughs> his tomato pasta sauce. Yeah. You know, and I wanted to talk about when, when he's tipsy talking about his life in Italy, you know, and life, like, and when he moved here and stuff, you know. Yeah, he, he was a wonderful man. Yeah, and, he, and, he, and you know what? 
like when we were in this restaurant, it's called Cheapos. You won't know it, but it's up at Dander. Is it? No, it's oh, oh, the outskirts of Edinburgh. Like accordion singer Roberto, and he proper authentic Italian yeah. music. Yeah, and he and he's a bit tipsy, and he said to me like, "Whereas Will should be here, he'd love it here," and he was so upset. Will yeah, me and me and Jay's granddad, we um, yeah. we shared a love of food and cooking, and he it was nice cooking. to be able to share yeah, that with and him. He loved cooking for you, and he enjoyed. And also, because because I'd never met any. Had I met any Italian people before? I don't think so. And when I met them, I got to try all these new new foods that I'd never tried before. Yeah. And I still eat them to this day, and it's... Yeah, I really miss him for that. And he makes the aubergine parmigiana, which is like aubergine with tomato sauce and parmesan cheese on top. Yeah, and it all goes crispy. Yeah, and and he's so happy because you appreciate it because my gran, unfortunately, doesn't eat as... She's... Me, she's fussy sometimes. Or, you know, what she eats, but fact that you came a new person came to the fa- into the family who loved his food he was happy about it because then you get to share it um, and, and i mean i remember, I remember the first time i met him and I, I think it's because i wasn't quite used to his accent yeah i learned i, I learned to understand what he was saying yeah uh but i remember the first time he handed me something to eat and i was like i better eat this and you know rather than refuse him i think i'm rude and i ate it and it was <laughs> i didn't realize that it was a whole garlic clove yeah oh my god Give me a drink. Aye, you'd like that because, like, I used to buy him the chilies, but in fact, you meant to have a half of one. But yeah, the, the, what, what was the brand of the chilies? Noodle Calabrian chili, you don't get them anymore. Mm. But he loved them. You always hitting it like, oh, there's a wee leaflet. They're half off at the moment if you want, you know. Yeah. He used to have six, but you meant to have a half of one. Yeah, and then he would have what he would call puddles, puddles. in his and eyes. You see his eyes were watering. Yeah, like, streaming. He, yeah, you always say to him, that's you. Are you sure it's, you're right? I finally loved it so much. And it's like, you know. You don't get that anymore, and I think yeah, it's the things like that. We we just love old people. Yeah, we love old people. We love all their stories. We love yeah. their ways of life. We love their one-liners. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I think we'll need to get your gran on the podcast. Yeah, when we do, and I mean, I remember a story he was telling. Like this is back in the sixties. Yeah, but I can't remember. It was a okay, so now we're going into back in the day stories. Yeah, but okay. with him, but. I remember a story, he was 60, he was a Cortina, I think it was. Was and this in Edinburgh. Scotland? Or Edinburgh, right. yeah, going in the Royal Mile. And it was so funny, apparently, he sees this wheel going past, like, why is there a wheel going down the road? And he realises it's his wheel. So he's driving with three wheels going down the Royal Mile and he can't stop trying <laughs> to get in. It's like, you know, oh, it was hit the wheel of his car? Yeah, his car was going past the Royal Mile. And it's like, oh you know, my. how did he not realise? I think it happened so quickly and he did and he was had to stop. Didn't the car, like... I don't know. Like, I mean, what was it driving on? I don't know, but it, it managed to stop. Anyway. Well, you not hear like the scrape of the the what do you call them the the brake discs or pads know, or whatever you call them. That's what happened and things like that. And it's like and that you know and other stuff like when he because he um tell you he this is how proud I'm. The first time he came here, he was oh oh I love this story. He was told to come. He was told to go back. To Italy How old was he? Fifteen. Something like that. It was too 14, back 15. in the day. He was too old for school and too young to work because back in the sixties, fifties actually. So he said to his brother when he was coming back because he was in Rome Airport. I think it was either Fiumicino or whichever. I can't remember which one. Well, my brother said, "Thank you, Armando. I think it was. Why will I notice you? Well, I'll be the only one in tartan trousers and tartan shirt in the whole thing." And he and literally sees him and like he's the only person there. Like you know, and it's really funny. So he comes. And the second time he comes back, he comes on the Friday. Starts working on the Monday. No English. Doesn't speak any English. Not a word of English. Nope. 
He know how he learns? He learns by reading newspapers. No formal education in English, and he comes fluent in newspapers. And it's like, that's dedication, you know? Because especially here, back in those times, people, you know... Yeah, I mean, racism was even worse back then. Yeah, and yeah, it was. And it's like, he calls something, I always call him a legal alien for a, jo- a joke, right? Because he wasn't, you know... And it's like... And it's, am- and it's amazing, because it wasn't just him here, his sisters were here as well, obviously. But, you know, and it's like, it's nice that he's made himself a life that way, because he had a choice back home. You know, <coughs> either being a labourer or a barber, and he's not a barber, right? You know, so he helped him, you know. Was that the only choices he had, labourer or barber? That's why, because ba- ba- yeah, ba- Barbara? Barbara. 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 Yeah, Barbara yeah. yeah, Lovestage. Oh, unless that's what, what you call being a barber on a barber, a Barbara. It, oh, possibly, it, yeah. Never but, mind, ignore me. Yeah, but he got yeah, that, you know, and he wanted to do that, and he came over, and it's like, you know, the fact is that he did that, you know, and he learned the language, a different language. He's a, our language is obviously not an easy language to learn, you know. But, grand, if you've, I'm just going to say, come to the story, if you've got people in your family who are older, talk to them. Yeah. Because no one talked back in the day. You need to get the memories because I want to be the storyteller on the family. Yeah, draw out those memories. We do that all the time. Because you have to. I mean, no matter how many times they repeat themselves, I, I, I just I need, love listening to them. You need to do it because, you know. Yeah, it's good for their yeah. cognitive skills. Especially mum has all the stories and Alwa has a peep, but they're great. I wonder if your mum will come on the podcast because she never she, shuts up. Of course she will. <laughs> she, you, know, you know what? And it's like. What can. what? And I mean, I don't want to reveal. Uh, Real names of what can we call? What can our stage name be? Couscous. Couscous. That's what she gets called at our work for our old boss. Couscous. She also gets called Dusty Ben. Yeah. Because she's anything. Uh, yeah. We'll call her. I'm trying to think of a name that I like. Uh, Katia. I love that name, Katia. I wonder if Katia will come on. No, you never know. <laughs> Wait till she listens to this. Now I'm calling her Katia. She will, she will. I mean, she has all the stories. I mean, she, you know, she's grown up all that way, you know, and it's like, I just want people aware I, of it. You know what, I just, I just really love the comfort of old stories back in the day because yeah. it brings back such nice memories and exactly. you're you're comforted. You feel like you're you're cradled and yeah. you kind of switch off from this manic world of having I to do. have everything done yesterday. I love because that. Because you know love that, it. like, people, like, I know a lot of people else don't realise this, but like, you know, when they went, they used to go to Italy in the car, because they used to do that. We've I've done it twice. They, you only had the money to pay for y- your travel on the on the train or, like, the plate, no, sorry, the boat, to go over, right? So you didn't have money for a hotel. Sometimes you'd sleep in the car and have cold beans. And then you'd have money to go to nice French. Like, Mum always loved going to the French bakers in the wee towns and getting the bread and the butter. And it's like, all the chips at the side and the crepes at the side of the vans. It's like, you know, yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. And I know one year they were going and they were in the car and they had the underneath this like tarpaulin, like metal tarpaulin and it was raining and you could hear it, you know, hear it going down. Like they couldn't get to sleep because it was pelting down. You know, you probably like that. But, you know, this is what I mean. This is Oh, I love the sound yeah, of rain. It's memories I love like it. that. Because I know it's nice going on a plane, but if you go on a plane and you're just there and you're going to coach you there, but going by yourselves, having the adventure of travelling to a ferry, going that way, that's your holiday. That's the memories of doing it yourself, going to the motorways, you know. That's what families did back then. People, I'm saying people probably did go obviously all to like holiday camps in Britain and all that sort of stuff, right? That's what we did. That's all. That's what people did back then. I think it takes the magic of it sometimes when you've not got all that family orientation. You go on a plane, you go in the hotel, that's it, that's you there. 
you know, you don't really, it's not fair enough, you don't want to go very long journeys, like, just long, like, places and are far away, but, you know, it's that kind of thing, it's lovely. Yeah. What's been your favourite holiday ever, apart from the one that we went on? I, one of them would probably go into Netherlands, because Netherlands is such a lovely country, not just Amsterdam, but the Hague, Wollendammer, like, boats, Edam, really make cheese, it's lovely, because... I hear Amsterdam has very nice grass. Oh, yes. In the cafes. Oh, good, yeah. I mean, mm. it's a lovely holiday because you're, you're, cause it's, you're witnessing what they used to do and the culture they've got. Because people, as you know, recycle a lot over there. And it's nice to see... Yeah, bikes different. everywhere you look. And it's nice to see a different way of living, you know, because they're just more chill. And I think... And also another holiday I'd probably like. Tenerife is lovely. Tenerife? Yeah, Los Cristianos is lovely, like... Because it's nice, nice old town. You know, you've got all the nice old buildings. You've what's got... what's the temperature like? Is it a dry heat or is it a humid heat? It's a dry heat. Not like here when we get the summers, it's a humid heat. It's unbearable. I'd say it's unbearable in the summer because you know if you're not used to it. But I think that it's a lovely holiday. Like if you get an all inclusive or an apartment, it's lovely because you can go, and you can go in the buses. They've got the different place towns and cities they've got there. You know, it's nice, and I feel that. Doing these things, getting away from here, especially you know, it's nice to just have an experience of saying, "Oh, I've been here, I've been there, I've done this, done that," you know, because you you don't have to stick to your own comfort of, like say like yeah, it's good like, to extend your horizons. Yeah, because, yeah, like say if you've got a small flat or a small house, right, mm-hmm. and not and you see the same four walls three hundred sixty something days of the year. It's gonna to get to you because you're not gonna have unless unless you decorate every six months, which is always is impractical. You need to get a change. And boring. Time. Yeah, you need to even if it's just going to another city or going up this Isle of Skye or you know going up going to Ireland. You know. You yeah, those are those are quite. What's the word? Those are quite uh, easily accessible for us because we're in Scotland. Yeah, I mean, you know. But wherever you are in the world, uh, obviously not. Yeah, you know, obviously it. it Whatever difference applies to you. Because it's nice, because I feel that I like to learn different cultures, you know, because everywhere... Oh, I love it too. Yeah, everywhere's different, like, you know... No, it's boring, like, our culture, oh. No, because, like, you know, you've got places like, I would say, like, Paris is, like, a lovely city. It's a lovely... It doesn't feel like you're closed in, and you've got so many things to do, and it's, like, nice to walk the streets, people are just, you know... And they've got lots of cafe people, you know, are friendly... And you get to places, obviously, like, you know, where, say, like, go at the, you've got the, like, Ostend in Belgium, that's nice as well. So we, you can go for half a day, you know, it's nice. That's just nice to relax, you know, you need, and you see people are, have the real way of doing things, you know. And especially with, like, countries like Italy and that, every region's different. They have different cuisine, different way of speaking stuff, dialects, you know, they've got different way of doing stuff. Mm-hmm. You could go up to the north, say, go to Tuscany, go to Florence, and you could go down to the Amalfi Coast and it's completely different. And you and it wouldn't be the same, so you could have a different experience. You wouldn't have to say, "Oh, I've been there," but you're not you haven't because you haven't witnessed everywhere, because everywhere's had a different way of doing stuff. It's lovely. Sorry if you can hear that noise in the background. There's children out there playing, and it's not like we can hang out the window and say, "Shut up." Exactly. Wish I could, but yeah, I course. digress. Of course. Uh, yeah. So what I wanted to ask you was, what's it like having a spouse that's an internet sensation? That's really humbling, actually, because you have worked so hard. What I wanted to do was get, like, the 
the perspective of someone that doesn't do social media and things because Jade, he, he doesn't do it. No. Uh, he posts photos of his photography now and again, but he just, he doesn't bother with it, but mm. I do. So what's yeah. it like? It's nice to, you've worked hard for this over the seven years, you know, or six years. And it's like, I know. Yeah, the, it, n- yeah, next month I'll have been seven years sober and that's, it's a miracle that I'm still here with all the, the shit that I put my body through. You know, but, like we, we say that you don't do things like that because you want to, it's for a reason. And like, where I work at the moment... Like, no one chooses addiction. No, like, where I work at the moment, there's a lot of, I'm not saying what it is, but there's a lot of people who are sketchy, you know, dodgy people who maybe... Yeah, maybe they have certain addictions, yeah. yeah. and they they do certain stuff like... And are poor. Eating toothpaste is one of them, anyway. Yeah. I don't, I know that a lot of them don't do it because they they want to do it. Because they've had trauma in their life, you know, and and you've had trauma, lots of it. Yeah, but I've had to work through it. Yeah, and you've worked through it, and you've you needed help from people, certain people, mm-hmm. professional and professional. You didn't get, but well, I, I did that by asking for help and was willing to put the work in. And I'm glad that I was able to help you as well over Thank the you. you know the years because you know I knew you wouldn't, it wasn't you. I knew this wasn't what you were. It was just something holding you that you needed to let go, and you did. Yeah, I mean, what I was, it was. Basically, someone who sat and drank all day, who didn't speak to any friends, who didn't make any connections, who didn't have any tribe, who didn't did nothing to experience a well-rounded, enriched life. I mean, up until twenty nineteen, I was afraid to listen to my own. Vo- I couldn't record my own voicemail actually, no, you couldn't, you and you watch yourself. No. And that's why I keep saying to anyone, if you've got a fear, find a way of getting over it or working around it or through it or whatever. Yeah. And if you've got a talent or speciality or a gift for the world or if you've got a natural aptitude for something, just go and do it. Please, don't look back on your life and think, oh, I should have done that. And don't let your family, your parents or anyone tell you you need to go to uni or you need to... No, I mean, mean, if you want to go down the academic academic route, great. But if you don't, you don't have to... I mean, your your life is not defined by yeah. grades. As long as you make, like, I'm on the rhetoric, as long as you make enough money to enjoy yourself and live, yeah. don't worry about being, like, in a top job in an office if you don't enjoy it, because, like, most people don't enjoy faxing and franking and... and some, I mean, some do. Yeah, but some, some do. do, but a lot don't. And it's like I, I mean, I didn't. I've, I worked in office jobs, call centres, cleaning, door-to-door selling, shops, uh pension place yeah they didn't they didn't steam my pudding no no i mean you know it's it's one of these things do what you feel that you'll be happy doing and you love because like it's oh it is rare sometimes that to have a job that you actually love and what you want to do because it's hard but if you know you can do it do it because yeah i mean it was you that encouraged me to go for the wig making yeah because i knew how good you were and because because I shared with him, with, with Jay, that I, I love wigs. Yeah. When we actually sat down and thought what would make me happy, you know, when I was recovering from yeah. alcoholism and pancreatitis, and it was that. I shared with him that I love wigs, and he said, well, why don't you try making them? Because yeah. I was wearing them, and I thought, yeah, yeah I'll try that. And, and look at me now. Yeah, and it's like, I'm, like, astonished in a way that you gave up tobacco and alcohol by yourself 
because you did go to an AA once, but you didn't like it. Wasn't for you because, like. I mean, I'm not saying it's not for everyone else, but it, it just wasn't. Because no, you. I didn't get it. I didn't really get much yeah, from it. You weren't. Like, you weren't at the point then that it was like you couldn't stop because you knew it was hard. But you were at the point where you knew you could, and you weren't in the up past the point where you couldn't. Yeah, well, I think we can. I think we can leave that topic for another podcast time. Yeah. That's if you guys are list- interested in listening to it. Uh, is there anything else you would like to talk about today, Jay? I think that's it because you know I'll be here all day. Like I said, if I you know keep talking. Yeah, and so if you've enjoyed listening to me and my husband's chats, do let us know. It, I I haven't really enjoyed recording this, and the next hopefully the next time we record together, we'll both have uh the dedicated mics because I'm using a a dynamic mic and. The only one that we, the only other one that we can use, it's a, it's not a, a dynamic mic. Cartoid, apparently. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll be in full working order by that by that point, hopefully. And. What is it the listeners do if they've enjoyed listening? What do they do, Jay? Well, they can follow, a little follow. A little a, follow. A little subscribe. <laughs> and they can, and what else they can do? They can a little share and all the little little thing. Social media platforms to tell all their local friends and family. And if you've really enjoyed, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast your podcast from. It really helps us to push the pod. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, I sound like an alien pushing a baby. Yeah, leave us a review and send us an email or send us a DM. Mm-hmm. All the details are and in the show notes. And also, I want to thank everyone from Sidcup who are listening. Because yeah, we're huge in Sidcup for some reason. I don't, know, don't why, know why. I want to thank everyone from Sidcup. So, yeah, shout out to everyone in Sidcup who are listening. Yeah, uh, you're a huge part of this podcast. <laughs> if someone in Sidcup can let me know why we're big in Sidcup, I've never been to Sidcup. I don't have any relative. I'm sure it's lovely. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, just explain why we're so huge in Sidcup. Yeah, that would be great. And. What nonsensical advice can... Do you want to do the nonsensical yeah. advice this week, Jay? I'd, I'd probably say, you know, if life gives you lemons, don't squeeze them in people's eyes. It hurts. That's sensical. Well, put them in people's eyes then, <laughs> if you don't like them. Yeah, that's true. Especially if there are certain um, person in charge at the moment. Do it. Yeah, that's a dig at the government. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll definitely be talking about... Oh, yes. That, oh, yeah, but I mean, we've got parts of it recorded. Uh, I keep saying we're going to... Yeah, so stay tuned, keep listening, keep reviewing, keep sending us DMs and, and messages, and I will see you same time, same place next week. Take care, be kind to yourself and others. Bye!